Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Blank Canvas, the arts and education podcast from Lester B. Pearson School Board. This is Frank Caracciolo, artist and arts consultant for Lester B. Pearson School Board. Please join us as we speak with people making a difference in the arts and education community. On today's episode, we welcome back Lori Brown from Pierrefonds Community High School. Here Comes the Sun is Lori's new production opening to the public April 28th. Let's get started to find out more about the show. I'm excited. I'm here today with Lori Brown from PCHS. Well, good afternoon, Lori. How are you? I'm great, thank you. And how are you, Frank? I'm doing well. I'm happy to have you back on the Blank Canvas podcast. And I wanted to know, of course, about your new show. So can you tell us a little bit about your show, maybe a little bit about yourself to get us going? Hi, I'm, well, I'm a teacher at PCHS and I've been here since 2003. And way back in 2005, I decided that you know, getting married that year wasn't enough. I decided to put on some plays and slowly over the years, we've uh, added in a few elements and and now we do a musical every year. And uh, instead of putting on a musical where we have to pay performance rights, we take a known story, usually Shakespeare or something that's a, a fairy tale and we rewrite it using, um, like I rewrite it and then we'll use music from a particular artist and uh, and then have a live band play it. This new production is, is titled Here Comes called, the Sun. Here, yeah, Here Comes the Sun and it is a take on Shakespeare's Much Ado About Nothing and it uses the music from the Beatles. So that's why we usually take one of the names of the songs to be the title of the play that year. And, and that's why we have Here Comes the Sun. I did get to come to one of the rehearsals way back when it started. And I remember there was a lot of obstacles, right? I remember you checking um, the COVID relief forms and like who had, and you know, everybody's wearing masks. And I remember just that, that alone is such a task, right? So can you tell me what, what about those obstacles that you dealt with to get to this point? Well, uh, the first thing was the vaccine mandate and we had, um, a couple of students who unfortunately decided not to continue because they didn't want to get vaccinated. And then we had one of the leads actually was was uh, not vaccinated and hadn't intended on it, but decided to do so so that they could remain in the play. And then before they got their second dose, they caught COVID and and I, and then they had to wait to get the, the third, the second dose afterwards. But um, COVID has probably been our biggest obstacle simply because we've been constantly missing cast members where we usually are only missing one or two people. It's usually the same people missing over and over again. But this year we've had people who would never miss and are out for five days at a time. And so I think that has been our our greatest concern, our greatest hoop that we've been jumping over, you know, and and snow has been a big problem because we had to cancel a second day of uh, of our, our, our weekend retreat that we usually do. We weren't sleeping over, but we we were spending the day in the auditorium and we the Friday night, we just knew that it wasn't going to be good on Saturday. So we had to cancel it. But, you know, we've we've actually had very little other than 
the COVID hoops and everybody's doing that now. So it's almost like we're used to it. We give them masks at when they arrive and halfway through if they're dancing or if we're acting, they, we give them a mask when they arrive, they all sanitize their hands. We, they wear their masks the whole time that they're at rehearsal. We will be going on masks on stage, but all of these precautions that we've been taking are so that we have that opportunity to be able to actually be on stage. Just hope they all remember to smile when their masks aren't there anymore. You know, that's the, that's the hope, right? We're like, guys, we can see you're not smiling. Your eyes don't look it, right? So that's what we're hoping. Dealing with all that for a teacher to put on a production, to have to go through just that part was a lot, right? And I remember you with the clipboard checking the people's names and, and the status, their status. But what I, I what stayed with me after the rehearsal was the cast. Your, your cast was just, uh, one, it was so diverse and, and, and everybody was just so supportive of each other. But can you elaborate? Can you just go into a little bit about, about your cast on the show? Absolutely. We have, uh, right now we're at 49 cast members. We, we, I don't, I, I subscribe to the belief that if you want to be on stage, that you should have that opportunity. So I don't usually cut students from the play unless they have given me a reason that they shouldn't be involved anymore. Our cast goes from secondary one to five. We have um, students from all walks of life and uh, all programs in the school from, from the Alps programs to the IBs. We have students who have been with us since they were in secondary one and are now graduating. I think we have, it's probably one of the biggest numbers of graduates that we've had in a while, uh, probably around 14 or 15 of them are graduating this year. So that's going to be a big hole, Uh, but we have some young ones who are coming up who are enthusiastic and interested. And this year we have a a student from one of our Alps programs, WOTP3. And uh, this student has uh, a lot of physical difficulties, um, uses uh, a wheelchair when they get tired. And that student has been absolutely remarkable in her participation in the play. We have been fortunate that we have uh, somebody who can come and help her so that if uh, just to make sure she's safe because uh, she has um, a balance issue when she's going up and downstairs. So we have a, a person who's there to make sure that she's safe. And, and, and our school has been super supportive with that with the ECA of, uh, um, grant that we got from the government as well. We've been able to have people like this girl participate and it has been amazing for our cast and for everyone participating because everyone can do something like this and everyone has a contribution to make on a stage, whether they are able-bodied or not, or you know, um, whatever it is that you may have that's that comes as part of your backpack. And and this this girl has had uh, a, an immeasurable impact on our on our group. And they embraced her, and and it was never a question of let's help her. It was more like she's one of us right from the beginning. And and they've been I've been not surprised because I know my my kids and and I knew that they would be like that. But I've been warmed by almost every interaction that I've seen within the cast members, not just with this young lady, but also with everybody else and amongst themselves. They're good to each other, which is amazing. Yeah. And I was when I was at the rehearsal, I, I saw that, right? I, I saw a student on, with a wheelchair on the stage. And what, what struck me is then 
they got out of the wheelchair, they put a brace on and they were dancing with everybody else. And I was just like, hold on a second. This is, this is something I haven't seen before, right? Uh, in a school production. And, this, and you're right, everybody was very supportive. I remember them pairing up for numbers and stuff. So it, it's very exciting um, to watch this, this come together. And I know that the students will get much more out of it than just performing. Like, Absolutely. Like, and, and, right. and this young lady is... I would, I, she's not completely paralyzed, but it's with 90% of it, she can walk, but it, she has very little um, control over the left side of her body. And the fact that she, she never complains. She's the first one to get up there. She's like, Oh, this I'm in this one. And she's, uh, she's also blind on the the one side of her body as well. And uh, we made a script that was like 28 font and it's like 700 pages long and and she has everything highlighted and and marked out on her page and she's she does not rely on anyone at all she's remarkable truly and and she's like why we do this yeah and i know you you're so in your inclusivity policy with with being on stage like you said it i don't know if people caught it but you let anybody try out and anybody who wants to be on the stage you're going to give them an opportunity unless there's of course a behavior issue or they don't show up right but for the most part you just let everybody uh, participate which is one of the most beautiful things about you and how you go about uh, putting these shows on and of course the music because you you mentioned we're going to be doing some Beatles music, right? Yes. And you got to talk about the band because I, mean, oh. I know about them a little bit, but you, you know, please let us, our listeners know about this band. Our band is, uh, um, we've been very fortunate, um, unfortunate in some ways in uh, a few years ago, um, you know, the, the law of the land, sometimes excesses happen and our music teacher was excessed and they, they couldn't. They couldn't save that position, and we didn't have enough uh, enough music classes to warrant keeping that music teacher. And our music program shut down. It started up again this year, and we have uh, a teacher who has a secondary one class this year, and it's expanding next year. But in the interim, between um, I think the first year that we did without the the music teacher was uh, the year after. It was in twenty sixteen. Uh, 2017. So 2017 was the first year without them and the band did it all by themselves and they have continued to do so because the people who are in the band in 2017 are still the ones who come back to help the young ones who are learning now. Kai Kansen is our musical director and he was a graduate of 2020 and or 2019, sorry. And uh, so he was with the play for a couple of years. And when we did Peter Pan, our last show that we we had on, and he was one of the guys who played uh, Hotel California and did this great, you know, guitar riff and the, the guitar solo. And, uh, and he is uh, one of those, amazing human beings who can play by he plays by ear and he has perfect pitch so he listens to a song and he can immediately play he's like a savant and um he has been working with our uh our our guitar players and we have uh two guitar players and a bassist and a drummer and uh Kai is playing as well and we have um I actually haven't counted how many songs we have I feel like it's like 
23, I think, 23 musical numbers. We have, uh, you know, all your favorites, although every every time we perform a show, somebody will say, I can't believe you did the Beatles and didn't do X, Y, Z, you know? And it's usually with, with this one here, it'll be Penny Lane. People will say, I cannot believe you did the Beatles without doing Penny Lane or All You Need Is Love. And I'll be like, I can't fit them all, okay? It's a little bit of a catalog. You, you really yeah, and, can't fit them and, all in there it has to fit with the with the story too right so I, I the Beatles have so many songs that that I wouldn't be able to get I I, I picking 25 is enough of a trial a, a trial right so and you know some of them we stick in a little bit with um we put in uh hey Jude as our our bows so and it wasn't in the rest of the show because like it didn't fit anywhere it's actually very hard to sing and um so we're just singing it in chorus it's easier to do that than Beatles are deceptively difficult to sing actually and and deceptively difficult to play people think oh yeah the little four-piece band and you know but they have a lot of uh of uh, timing changes and a lot of tempo like um key changes that you don't see and and you don't recognize if you're not musical and and I was like oh yeah the Beatles they're like you know I can sing and I but I don't recognize that I you know, how to actually play all these things. And thankfully we have people like Kai and Liam and Al and Cameron and playing this music for us. They're, they're amazing. And I mean, that's 25 songs that are going to be performed by a live band during the show for people that are, you know, that really should come out and see this. And uh, I mean, that, that's an extraordinary number for a show, like uh, to learn (laughs) and just, just to perform live. um, I do this for the songs. (laughs) I think that uh, now we did do here comes the sun a few years ago, we did it in uh, 2015. And one of the reasons why we redid this one is because I was uh, nervous about COVID and I was nervous about a whole new play and then not being able to use it and uh so I decided that I would take an old play that we had done quite a few years ago and just rewrite it a little bit because and I did I added quite a a bit of of sections in it and and in the end it's it's not different enough because it's still Shakespeare's much do but nothing but I I needed to you know make it go with the students who are going to be on stage there. Uh, there are, I actually just looked it up. There are, um, oh no, I didn't, uh, it's all, not all numbered. So I have a song list here. My favorite opening though ever is from this song. Like, and I'm, I'm so excited to be able to do it again. We open up with Good Day Sunshine and when the curtains open, the um, the bass, the, that boom, boom, boom from the bass, we have it extended mm-hmm. about, four or five times the normal length and the the curtains are opening and they're at a football field and they're all in tableau and they're not moving whatsoever and it's only when that that drum that happens it's so very resonant in your chest and 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 the one of the football players stands up and sings good day sunshine and that's like when everybody comes out of tableau you know so it's uh it's one of my favorites as the curtains open i watched them and i'm like I'm so excited. I, don't I, give I, too much away, but um, I know it's just the opening. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm really proud of the opening. So. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. So j- just tell me also, um, because there is a community involved. I mean, you of course are an amazing uh, force at the school board and, and uh, in your school and your community, but tell us about the, 
your community at the school, at PCHS, and your administration, like how they've supported you through this process, through COVID and through getting this done. And if you can let us know how, how they fare. If I start out outward and come in, um, the community with my students and their parents and the they've always been super supportive. And back when we were a tiny production with six or seven people, um, you know, parents always came out of the woodwork to find things for you, help you out and, you know, help run the concession stand and be in charge of people and take helping take the tickets and, and, uh, and that sort of thing. And, and parents finding costumes that we can't find or things like that. I've been very fortunate in that way. And, uh, and then PPO has always been really supportive of us. They, they've um, in the past, they've offered to help uh, monetarily. Um, and then they've also helped with, with fundraising ideas and with manning tables and things like that. I haven't actually asked them this year. I've had an, I've been inundated with a lot of uh, support from teachers coming to help out at the show. And we also have the students at large coming and volunteering for the show itself. And I, I always try to encourage my students to come see the show. And when I said to say to them, um, why do you think I want you to come see the show? And why do you think I would do something like uh, you're going to write a review, whether you see the previews or I show you a video or you come see the show. But if you come see the show, then I'll all but guarantee that you'll get, you know, a good mark because it's, I want you to come see the show. That's the number one priority. And I say, why do you think I want you to do that? And they say, oh, because you want to sell tickets. And I said, actually, no, that's not why at all. I want you to see the talent of your classmates, of the people who surround you every day that walk down the, the, the hallway quiet and you'd never know that they can sing. or You'd never know that they can act or that they can paint the sets or, or whatever it is. And then when it comes down to my, my fellow teachers, they're they're really understanding when it comes to showtime and the classes that the kids are missing to do the previews and we'll be performing for uh, Actor Studio. Teet Menon is going to be bringing his kids uh, um, for our very first show. So oh, let's hope let's hope we're, you know, uh, we're, we have a good one. And then when it comes to the administration, I've been very fortunate. I have never had an admin that has not supported what we do, even if they it wasn't necessarily their cup of tea. Christina Prada used to be famously say to me, I don't like plays. I don't like them at all, but I like what you do. And I was like, okay, thanks, Christina. She goes, I'll come watch it. I don't really like them, but I, and, you know, and <laughs> but she always supported me. And, yeah. and if I was being reasonable, there'd be no reason why she'd say no. Or, you know, so uh, I've been really lucky. I also um, always make sure that everybody understands where I'm coming from and, the reasons why I'm doing things so that the steamroller that is the play doesn't roll everybody over. Can it, because it can be something that seems very obnoxious because there's a hundred kids involved in it. There's 50 on stage and another 50 involved doing ticket sales and lights and all of that. And when you have a hundred kids out of a thousand, that's a pretty big margin of, of impact in every single room, you know? So I, I like people to know why we're doing things so that they can not wonder. Such a big, big production, this one. And I have been witness to different, a little like smaller little um, celebrations on stage and, and performances. 
And I just feel it like the, the, the people in the audience just, it seems like we need it so badly, you know, mm -hmm. and, uh, and here comes the sun, right? That you can't do better than that one, you know, as a title yeah. and I know what's coming. So I've seen them on stage and uh, I'm very excited for you. So just before, before we, we get to the, the logistics part of it, um, you've had some additional professionals or people that have helped the students, right? And I just want to give them a little bit of credit. I know you had a choreographer, Yes. Uh, right. Who came aboard. And, and can you tell us about that? About the yeah, Erin Yardley-Jones is a, uh, a former student. She was Chip in Beauty and the Beast in 2012. She was in five plays with me, Broadway Fairy Tale, And then she was Cecily in Importance of Being Earnest, singing Elton John songs. And then we did Here Comes the Sun, where she played Beatrice. So she was in this show in 2015. And then in her final year, we did a... Uh, we, that was the work stoppage. That's when we weren't allowed to have shows. And when they came back in like mid-January, we cobbled together something for those kids who'd been around for all those years. And we put together sort of like a review with a very thin story called uh, Don't Stop Believing. So Erin was with us for five years. And then she went to John Abbott and did uh, Prof Theater. She's a triple threat. She says she can't sing, but it's so not true. She can sing. She's a great character singer. And uh, I think she judges herself harshly because she doesn't sing like Indina Menzel. She sings a little bit more like Kristen Chenoweth, you know, like character driven, very interesting. I, I've never seen somebody who acts with every single fiber of her being. She was, I once saw her in a show from John Abbott and her fingertips were acting well, you know, she was, she's amazing. And she's been very generous with her time in the past where she comes back and she'll teach a couple of songs. She did some in uh, 2017 and 2018. And then she a little more formally in 19. And then this year with the ECA uh, grants, Erin was able to be basically our full-time uh, choreographer. She is so talented. It is um, it's remarkable. She, comes up with these dances and you watch her teach them and it's everything you want them to be. And they absolutely love her because she's very um, warm and giving and talented. And you can just see it. Uh, we're very fortunate to have Aaron. And then we have uh, Kai, who I've already spoken of, who's been doing the music and we wouldn't be able to do it without the band. We are really fortunate this year to have uh, an amazing uh, talent named Frankie Cobelt. She is a, a singer and she has been working with our students on vocals. She, um, for a while we were on, on Zoom and now she's recently been coming in again so that we, uh, so that she can work with the chorus. Uh, she's been amazing. She's actually in a production of Carrie uh, that's coming up. She has her degree from Bishops in Music, and we've been really fortunate that I, I Facebook stalked her and sent her a message and asked her if she wanted to be our vocal director for the play this year. And so she's uh, she's one of those instrumental people in our in our production and making it a success. And finally, Jennifer Harris has been uh, one of the um, people that we had come to my class last year and this year through uh, Culture à l'école. Um, we just happened to have had this lady who was in charge of the sets. She was just kind of leading the kids a little bit and she was unable to continue. And Jen was here in my class for Culture à l'école. And I was like, hey, um, would you be interested in maybe, and you should see what she's been doing with these kids. It's amazing. So the sets are just like wildfire. And Jen and Aaron and Kai are why we can do the show and, and why it ends up the way it is. 
I'm so glad. I'm so glad we at least get uh, some credit where credits due, right? I mean, uh, behind the scenes, there's so many, and and mm-hmm. I, I'd have to say, you, of course, um, leading all of these people and coordinating and creating, and it's just really you are uh, a very special part of our school board, and I'm so proud to be uh, working with you. And and of course, lastly, I would be, hold. I would yeah, be remiss sure. to say I have a, a colleague who has been uh, who's been with us, helping out all, all along the whole way. We don't know what what her title would be, but uh, Carolyn Clark has been uh, been very like been like at all the rehearsals and been helping out, and and so I we're, we've been very fortunate. I wouldn't want to. Uh, forget no. her. She's one of us. She's like she's not a an ex- external professional, but she's she's one of uh, the teachers at the school who's been helping out. Yeah, I think it's great to, I mean, behind the scenes, people don't realize they, they buy a ticket, they sit down, they watch the kids, but in order to get there, this has been going on. How long have we, you started this process? Like started on the 7th of September, I think it was. There the you first, go. So it's the a first year. Tuesday after Labor Day. So yeah, it's been going on for a year. And so I am just rooting for everybody there. I mean, after the rehearsal that I saw and all the, the students and the photos that you've sent. And so I'm hoping everybody who's listening today uh, share this and then go out and see this. And that brings me to this part where we are closing here and tell us where we can buy the tickets and our dates and times and everything we can so that everybody knows what, what's going on. Uh, I found a few years ago this amazing online ticket sales person who does it in Canada. And I've never been more impressed with something. She uh, it's called uh on stage direct. She is Canadian. And anytime I've had any changes or any questions about anything, she fixes them in like three seconds. Her name is Ina. And um, I get nothing for, for promoting her, but she's really good. So, um, and we can, you can buy tickets there and it's, uh, I have a bit.ly for it um, that maybe you can put in the, the bio, but sure. it's, uh, and also our Instagram has it in our bio and our Facebook page has it shared on, uh, on several posts, but, and, and it's PC players and you'll you'll recognize it from uh from our little gesture that uh that we have as our our logo um and instagram it's at pc players underscore so it's uh and you can find the the link to the tickets there you can buy them at the door but it's less expensive to buy them uh beforehand so the kids at the school can buy them in the cafeteria um and then um and then at the door, it'll be, it's $15. Otherwise it is 12. So Thursday night, we have a show at seven Thursday, the 28th, Friday, the 29th at 7 PM. And then on Saturday morning, we have a matinee at noon and a 7 PM show for our closing. Yeah. Four shows all in a row. And we have a double cast too. So you have to come on Thursday and Friday to see them both or Saturday and Saturday or Friday, you know, whatever there's there. We have one, um, they're not understudy. So we have one cast that does uh, Friday, Saturday and another one that does um, Thursday, Saturday morning. So that's a lot. And I'm so happy uh, for you and for your students. And thank you again for always coming on and sharing what you're doing. I think you're amazing. And this is going to be an amazing, uh, amazing show. 25 you, Beatles songs. Just- <laughs> Actually, I just counted it and it's 27. <laughs> oh, there you go. So it's good. 27, yeah. 27 Beatles songs. It's worth the money to come out and see that played live. I mean, live music and, and little kids, like the youngest one singing is 12 and the oldest one is 17. So, you know, and where else do you see a group of kids that go from 12 to 17 years old getting along and, and like they're a family, they really are. PC Players is a family and that's, 
that that's what I want that I, I don't, I don't care if they don't ever remember the, the applause that they get, but I want them to remember what it felt like right before that curtain opened. And they, they do this thing that we call fire it up that comes from Beckett players. Actually, I was, a, I was in Beckett players and they all lean really close together and someone tells them what it is that we're going to do, how we're going to lay it on the stage. And I want them to remember fire it up and how that felt that moment in the blue light of the working light before that curtain opened to be part of that family. Wow, you are amazing. I'll say it a hundred times if I have to, but I'm just so impressed with everything that you do. I wish people knew how much goes into something like this. It's been since September. And uh, come see and the show and they'll know. And <laughs> yeah, that's it. We're going to all go. So, uh, so please come out and support the PC players at PCHS High School and uh, see Lori Brown and these fantastic students. So, thanks again, Lori, for coming in. My pleasure. This podcast made possible by the Educational Service Department at Lester B. Pearson School Board. Please find the blank canvas on Apple Music and Spotify and wherever else you download your podcast. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.